You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live, episode number 109. Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, Intercot's official travel agency and the Disney vacation experts, and by the official Ticket Center. For tickets to your favorite Central Florida theme parks and attractions at discounted rates. Welcome everybody to the Intercot Insider Live podcast. This is episode number 109. Along with me tonight, I've got the entire complete, you asked for it, Nation of Canada. Mm. Ladies. Mm. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You don't need no stinking soundboard. We, <laughs> we've got Carol and Jennifer. I was for you. Bonjour. <laughs> And they, have, the and they have better mics than me tonight. That's that's the problem. Why? <laughs> look at you guys. You look like we'll professional the broadcasters. Flow. Somebody get a snap of this one. Along <laughs> with them, we've got Justin from somewhere Hello, in New York. Hello, everybody. All right. Hi, how are you? Hey, good. <laughs> Hello. Uh, from the uh, <laughs> beautiful suburban area of uh, Dayton, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, somewhere out in the Midwest, an undisclosed location, we have Figment. Yep. Jason. Hi there. Hello. Hiding out on my uh, bunker from all the springtime snow today. That's been fun. <laughs> what the <laughs> heck? We got springtime rain. Well, what, what what would the Intercot Insider podcast be without a weather report right off the top? Um, Don't get us started. Yeah, I know. I, I, the pollen is falling like snow here in South Carolina. Uh, and also from my hometown, hopefully your hometown too, this Philadelphia PA. Ian Super Mitchell. Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Super Bowl. Yeah, Keep living on that. Uh, I'm going to put that in every podcast. Dude, and the NCAA champions. Yeah, the NCAA champions. Villanova Wildcats. Wildcats. My, my dad's uh, alma mater. <laughs> my dad, wait, really? I did not know that. My dad's alma mater as well. Really? Yes. One thing we have in common. They could know each other, potentially. My dad's dead, so. <laughs> Would have been well, dead. they could have known. Wait a we should bring right. it to Wow. Me. Thanks. Don't forget that. Boy, that All right, that in. Downhill really yep. quick. They could have. But I know potentially. What, what year? My dad, he, he yeah. was born in 41, so he would be like 77 this year. Okay, they would have really been cl- They could have went to school during the same time together. We'll have to talk about that more lately, but... Uh, anybody on the podcast is interested in it. No, but you and I no we'll take it offline. We'll, we'll yeah, do, everyone else, offline. do everyone else a favor tonight and take it offline. Uh, I was looking, and uh, we haven't talked in a while. Sorry to all of our loyal fans. Uh, but we are back, and uh, we've got Sorry. some interesting developments, uh, especially in the area of uh, a certain hundo that is on the line right now. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. What what was our date? February 9th? Is that uh, what it is? Yeah. What 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 were the? Did somebody take notes on the the deal I as have, far as the I bet have, between? Uh, uh, originally, it was between Ian and I, but we couldn't formalize it. And then Justin decided to jump jumped in. into the fray. Actually, the I don't have it. Ooh. And oh, we can go back. We can listen. It. We can find uh, it. 
Trust me. Oh, no, we, we will find it. No, if I lose, so, I will be a man and uh, I will pay up. And so what we're talking about is there was, again, reviewing, because we've done this the last couple of podcasts, is there was a bet uh, on there being an announcement that Disney was replacing their monorails. And it was going to be from a year from the time where we made the bet. And I said, yes, indeed, an announcement would be made. Justin insisted, ain't gonna happen and still is by the way yes i still firmly believe that but then strangely enough this just in yeah we don't even have a soundboard tonight but this just in i i saw on the twitters earlier today and i believe it got retweeted a couple times too that uh there just might be some new monorails on the way maybe it's in the room just might what's what's the scoop jason what do we know? So late over the weekend and into this morning, it started to be rumored internally, and several internet pundits have weighed in that um, it looks like Walt Disney World either has signed or is close to signing a deal to buy a new monorail fleet for Walt Disney World. Uh, so these wouldn't be the Mark 6s or Mark 7s or Mark 8s. Um, it would actually be a new kind of model. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the same manufacturer, though. It's the Innova 300. Hmm. Um, you may have seen its predecessor in uh, Las Vegas. Right. Um, that's the 200 model. Yep. Uh, the 300 models are currently in Brazil and Saudi Arabia. So probably they will stay. Right, so probably not too many listeners will be uh, maybe that familiar with those lines, but uh, if no, you've seen one in Las week. Vegas, you can uh, uh, know kind of kind of what it would look like. Um, mm-hmm. There have been some comments that they you know look pretty different from what Disney World has now, but uh, mm-hmm. the company does does advertise they do custom shells, and if you look at some of the um, different. Uh, example sites we posted on the uh, discussion boards uh, you can see that they do customize primarily the nose cone and then the color right. along the sides is all all custom so certainly they can make them look like the current models um if you ever look up the ones at tokyo disneyland uh, those definitely have a very distinct yep. uh, look with kind of like a mickey mouse theme um so certainly they can do something to make them look a little a little different and unique no are those uh, from the same or- company out there in Tokyo um, Disneyland? I, I'm curious. That I do not know. I hmm. don't know that. Yeah, I'm wondering about that. But uh, I, mean, I found I, it. It's uh, February 11th, 2019, if no announcement is made by then. <laughs> so what is this is today? Got today official. This about, is 10 today month, is, about 10 months out. It's the 16th. Today so. is April 16th, 2018. Right. So you got I about have time. Yeah, I, I think you're on <laughs> borrowed time is what, what's going on here. But uh I, I, you know, uh, so yeah, we had some discussions internally back and forth in our in our uh, chat that we have between all of our podcasters, and uh, I, I think, um, you know, having been out to Las Vegas, I think those are plenty futuristic looking. Of course, they're configured different on the inside, and it also makes me wonder: mm-hmm. is the number of car configuration the same as what Disney World does? I did, I didn't take time to look to see whether um, I, I was on it last year. I don't whether it's only whether were there shorter or i thought it was four cars in vegas maybe it was only four yeah you're right you might be right they are shorter yeah how many how many does walt disney world have right now see look at that none of us actually knows 
right off the top of our head. Oh, well, that's, that's shocking. A, that's, a, that's what the Googles Jason, are for. Jason's probably counting like cars right now. Yeah. Isn't that a song yeah. by Dishwalla? Wow, <laughs> counting blue cars. There wow. you go. I know. John. Wow. With the obscure Dishwalla. With the obscure reference of the night. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Where's my bell? Ding 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 ding. ding. Yeah, I know. Um, I haven't thought of Dishwalla. I know. One Since thing. Five to... minutes. Why would you? Why would you? Are you guys asking how many monorails there are? No. How many cars that comprise seven. a train? Come on, Jennifer. Get with the program. Okay. Ah. The uh, the one picture they show looks like seven. One one thing to keep in mind is that these are autonomous monorails, so there would not necessarily need to be as big or any pilot uh, car space. Right. When you're counting out cars, that would be something so bigger to keep, capacity. Maybe. Keep in mind. Oh, you're you're you know. talking about the 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 three hundred mono yes, the new Innovas. Ones, yes. Okay. Actually, I was off at six cars. Sorry. Okay. So the seven. front. So if it's autonomous, then the front and the back car people can like sit right up front or whatever. No, because there's no guy in the way. Not in Vegas, they don't let you do that. They don't. Mm -mm. No, they they it's pretty much the same as uh, Disney World's, where there isn't you know there's the wall there, and they just don't have anything in the front other than I believe like cameras and stuff like that, so that they can be monitored from a remote location and things like that. But um, there's still probably a compartment, just not as big of a cabin as the right Mark Mark Sixes have. But you know, Um, again, there could be some customization, and I could see it where possibly even if they were autonomous, that they might have room for a driver to sit up there just right to monitor things. Um, they do say the interiors an come with yeah. Yeah, an admiral. <laughs> they do say the interiors come with flexible seating arrangements. So that could sure. be something Disney can modify. Yep. They also advertise intercar walkthrough uh, for free yeah, passenger. Free I have not seen that. Oh yeah, that won't cause problems because it never happens in the subway in New York City. City, you know, people <laughs> going between cars and getting hurt. That never uh, happens. That could be a new feature of the 300 model because the Las Vegas one is the 200. So yeah, they maybe don't, that's something they changed. Yeah, you can't do it there. That is. Not... I do prefer the Florida monorail seating to the California. Yeah. Just like. It fits so many more. You don't feel like you're bumping your head. And well, because it's transportation, not an attraction. Yeah, the thing is, uh-huh. I mean, those those scale-wise are smaller. Plus, you don't have the headroom, so you can't stand up. So it's not like being on a subway or or even a train, for that matter. So these, at least in Vegas, you know, you you get in. They're seating around the edges, and then the rest is standing room, which I honestly could see them doing. I, I don't see them doing the rows of seating separated where you can't, you know, you yeah, can't if they, if they had turned those, more those people two in, middle seats to the side and be under the windows and yep. just have it all open in the center, that would fit more people standing. Yeah. Right. And my guess is that that's probably where we'll be headed at some point. Um, but, but yeah. Isn't that how the Disneyland ones are? They have the seating down the side, right? Don't they? Yes. No, it's in the middle. There's a seat down the middle with like, a front and, and a back. And it's kind of weird, and you can hit your head, and yeah. if you're not careful. Yeah, the Disneyland monorails are smaller too, right? They at least they feel that way. I remember no, they being are. Yeah, they are. They are. Smaller yeah, scale. <laughs> it's uh, like I don't like them. Justin said it's an attraction there, though. Yeah, yeah. It's not transportation, right? 
Indeed. Unless you want to go to downtown Disney, it takes you somewhere else. That's transportation. We talked about this. <laughs> it take, it drops you off a different place. Yeah, I, I, I seconded your point of view. I thought it was transportation because it moved uh, you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It As opposed to the Tomorrowland yeah. Transit Authority. Well, that's true. It just returns you where you came. That is that is exactly. a ride. Yeah. That is that's an attraction. So, I uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it, I think it looks good. Um, I'm all for it. I have to say. I the like, uh, speaking I would, of like, monorail, no, just for a hundred dollars. You know what? The one thing for. I would one thing I did want to talk about um, because. You know, these are touted as, you know, being autonomous and things like that. And the Las Vegas system, again, runs without a driver on any of the monorails. But they also have the stations where, much like at the airport, you know, they have walls there that close and you can't get past it and it only opens when the the doors of yeah, the monorail yeah, open and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Well, so, and it's like an elevator, like yeah. quick, get on, the doors are closing, it's and like, oh, I missed this one. You right. know, where yeah, see it, only, it shows up and stops. The somebody will stand there and there. let you get on. And... Yeah, so I have to wonder how it would work. Um, whether the you know the gating system would have to be modified. I mean, it wouldn't be a problem. They could still put you into little corrals and know you're so getting in. The... They have a gating system, right? I mean, it's right. there. They might they might have to automate it. That's maybe. what I'm. That's they what I'm go... thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but they still not... may have people working at the stations. It's true. Yeah, like if you had any trouble while you were on the monorail, like I'm having a heart attack, there's got to be a <laughs> call bell somewhere. There is going to be. There, there are emergency call bells. There's emergency call You're by yourself. There's no right. cast member then if there's no pilot. That, I mean, that's where so I could see them having well, somebody riding up front, Carol, but he wouldn't be piloting if you were on the, the monorail monorail. right now. You, what would you do if you had a heart attack? They have those little boxes that you can like push the button and the and the it calls the guy in the front, the pilot. And what's he gonna do? And what's he gonna do? He he stop at the it, next he station. Call up to the, he's to the station. The, he's and be like, stop oh god, we have somebody hurt. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just right. feel like it's like when like that video the... came out where the door was wide open and stuff. <laughs> imagine that happening, and then you pull into a station and there's no cast members around when you oh, pull into be, the station. There'll be they'll people. Be there. Be yeah, I'm no, sure no there'll be because somebody's gonna have to guide people. I mean, to the yeah, you know, to the load and unload and all that. I mean, even in even in Vegas, they they have people around they have folks that are uh, guarding the turnstiles and walking the platform still a little bit but the monorails themselves are automated so anyway i think I'm gonna uh, win it's about time yeah and it, it is definitely about time. the uh the monorails in california have gotten new pixar wraps i know they're so pretty pixar fest them. which um speaking of pixar fest is going on right now what, what's that all about, Carolyn? Um, <laughs> it's a plethora oh, of Pixar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a plethora of Pixar. I no, it's about that. Um, like a limited time festival. I think we were talking about this on the boards or something. Somebody was wondering about if there was, you know, going to be big changes. But it's just like an overlay, like a summer event kind of thing. Um, and it just started on the 13th of April. A couple days and ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a few days ago, they're celebrating your favorite Pixar stories at Disneyland Park and Disneyland California Adventure. I think it's all kind of the build-up to Pixar Pier, sponsored by Dr. Pepper, Pepsi, and, and Pinocchio. Pringles. And Pringles. And Pringles. 
Anybody else who will pony up poutine in your purse? <laughs> in your purse. <laughs> oh, and, uh, poutine. 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 Yeah, that's so it. At Disneyland Park, they have um, a nighttime spectacular <laughs> called Together Forever. Um, Featuring Rick Astley. Like projections on the, on yeah, the park. On the, in my head, too, Together forever. <laughs> um, so that's going on at Disneyland Park. But then at uh, Disney's California Adventure, they have brought back the Paint the Night Parade, which I know Ooh, makes Jennifer yes. thrilled because that oh, makes yeah. cry. Happy. I love that parade. Remember yeah, that music ready for it. And then it, it it says I don't know what this means, but it says um like the Paint the Night Parade, which most of us have seen or at least online. Good Toy stuff. Story, Monsters Inc. and Cars are all in there. And then it says in addition to an all new Pixar story joining the parade later in twenty eighteen. So they are gonna add something else to that. Yeah, they're adding two new floats, I think. It's like an inside out and an up float. Yeah, it's on the um, it's on the intercut discussion boards. But I mean, they, go check it out. That's right. Yeah, how about that? The where? I mean, is the, the are those where? floats there now, or are they going to be added in? It's, a, I, I it's, think just it's later, later, yeah. later in 2018. Um, oh. Pixar Shorts, a new film festival. So I'm assuming that's like the same thing that is at Epcot. Um, it's going to offer rotating favorites such as For the Birds and Lava at the Sunset Showcase Theater in Hollywoodland. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, the Paradise Gardens area will feature a new Pixar-themed musical troupe, character greeting opportunities, and crafts and activities for your little ones. So I mean, prepare yourselves for all that's new. I mean, that, that's all good and all. But yep. let's, get, let's get down to the, good, the really good stuff. Talking churros. Yes, churros. Churros. They actually did announce a lot of food items. Five new churro flavors. You, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What? What's that all about? What do we got? What do we got going on there, baby? I I I was looking at these on the intercot discussion Uh boards. Where? Where? Carrot carrot cake is one of them. That's a that little, actually sounds that's, good. That I would, might be a pass. I'm no, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm with John on that. That's a hard pass. Yeah, hard pass sure. on carrot cake. Yeah, so I don't like carrot cake. You shouldn't mix carrots about. and cake. That's just, I mean, sorry. That's a violation. Okay, but violation. look what they've got. They've got a strawberry churro. I'm in. Strawberry mm, that's sugar. Good. That's that's remarkably close to my cherry churro, which Remember did happen. You know what would be good is if they had, like, a you get a little tub of, like, um... Yep. Icing, like, like Cinnabon type icing, or like a no way the <laughs> strawberry pie filling that you can dip it in. Yeah, but, um, that'll never happen. Do. What they do? do? Wait a minute. Yep. One of them is the iced specialty churro. It's a churro drizzled with uh, donut icing and cocoa cereal. So oh. apparently, cocoa Ooh. pebbles. Ooh. Well, they can't say cocoa pebbles. Ah, uh, <laughs> for cocoa potato pebbles. barrels. What's the other one? It's a lemon churro with multicolored fruity cereal, fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. 
Um, the strawberry Ruby one, which Zero. John mentioned, which is a little bit of a cheat because they had a rose gold churro oh. over uh, oh. Valentine's Day, oh. which was also strawberry oh. flavored. So didn't even know what rose they're gold counting that was. One as new. Enough of the rose gold. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then well, we'll get to that later. Something else is replacing that. Oh no! Uh, oh, that's right. Good and gravy. then a, uh, the last one is a cocoa churro, which Ooh. is uh, chocolate powder, salted cinnamon, and Mexican chocolate dipping sauce. Now, I, is it too yeah. much to ask? I, I that like they, sauce. Yeah, it, that's what and I was thinking. Sauce. They're, they're each kind of in different lands, also, by the way. So, so they're each uniquely in a different land. Is it too much to ask for a lemon uh, churro with some blueberry drizzle on it? I just want like a little plastic cup of some kind of dip because I find that the churros after like halfway through I need a drink dry. Yeah, they're a little. They do dry out. They dry out a little. Carrot cake one comes with a raisin carrot cream cheese dip. Okay, I would do that. That's just getting worse. No, I think that sounds good. Oh, I'll go to California. Lemon and fruity pebble churro does not come with a dip, evidently. Not fruity pebbles. Very fru- fruity cereal. <laughs> no co- Multicolored fruit type cereal. Yeah. Fruit and fruit related cereal. Yes. Well, the good thing is you will have the a couple of people stones. out there next month who will be able to try all of these. Oh. Really? Yes. Yeah. Report back. To your uh, Intercot social media in about yes. three weeks ish. Yes. Ooh, start seeing some live updates from Disneyland and all the Pixar Fest fun. Live churro updates. Live wow. churro updates. <laughs> I, I want who, three hour on the so tennis. who's going? <laughs> Are you going, Jason, or is it Justin? Yeah. Or yes. Uh, well, actually, uh, Dorn and I are going, and Jason Jason's is joining, okay. and Selena Bag Kitty is meeting us there, oh, okay, and also that. Natalie and, and okay. Angel are joining us for a day or two. Okay, so I want you guys to try every one of these churros. Yes, you each have to try a different churro and take I, I a picture want, of it. I want reports I, I, back I, I, on I, I, every I one. I don't anybody tries the carrot cake churro. I'm just saying. I kind of want to try that one. Yeah. And we call it the churro yeah. challenge. Uh, I, I think... Dawn would probably like that one too, the carrot cake one. But yeah. I will I shan't be trying that. So. Um, they're <laughs> not shan't. They're not new, festival. but uh, they also they are bringing back the choose your racer churros in Cars Land. Uh, those are just multicolored churros. Hmm. You know, while we're on the subject of, of doughy of of doughy, doughy treats, could we get the beaver tails back in Canada, please? Just throwing it out there. We still have those. No, not that Canada. No, I think he Epcot. means, you know, oh, Epcot yeah. Canada. You not You mean the fake Canada. The real Canada. No, not the real Canada. Canada. Real Canada. <laughs> not that frozen wasteland up north of us. The real Canada. <laughs> well, there's new poutine in Canada. Oh, I, there, yeah. I, there is new poutine. There's new what? Poutine. Right? It's poutine. <laughs> check that, Justin. Check it. Not whatever Justin said. Poutine. I don't even know what I said. It's probably for the best. English is not my first language. Poutine always seems like a good idea, but then I it's find not. after I eat it, you're like you regret it. It just kind of sits there in your gut. I I don't like gravy anyway, so I won't eat poutine. Carol, that might be the first thing that you and I disagree on. Yeah, seriously, what the heck? Gravy? No, Uh-oh. I I don't have That's gravy. That's the in end it. of the friendship. Jared, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. It's going so well. Too. Mm. I love um, brown gravy over my French fries. 
So, yes, so uh, Epcot introduced this uh, spring several new dishes at a couple different restaurants, and one of them was uh, two different styles of poutine at, um, not actually in the Canadian Pavilion, which is kind of odd, but at Refreshment Port, which is, like, Canada adjacent. Um, (laughs) Refreshment Port? So... a horrible Refresh name. one when you first come out from uh, like Formerly known as the McDonald's from, fry yeah, stand. Yeah, it's before you really get to the border yeah. of, of Canada. It's the right. fry I stand. With Ian there once. Or, yeah, the right. chicken yeah, nuggets yeah, and yes, fries. It used yeah. to be, uh, I think it, it used, used to be, be one of the McDonald's. Right, yeah. right. So yeah. the nice. two versions are the traditional, which is French fries topped with beef, gravy, and cheese curds. Now that's good eating. And then the signature... Which is French fries topped with Canadian cheddar bacon sauce and Ooh, cheese. Oh, to die for! Oh my God, I know where I'm going. I don't going. even know what that is, and I'm <laughs> going to probably can't even have any sauce. of that anymore. I'm so and sorry. And I'll worried the croissant and donuts are still there. Oh, they're good though. They were not replaced by these additions. They were just uh, added in addition to. So there's those no are the kind of three there's signature no. dishes there before you. Uh, Canada. I, I wow. don't know what that says about Canadian food. <laughs> like we really like bad food, <laughs> artery clogging food. It's actually well, in Canada. It's just near Canada, so. <laughs> it's like you have to insulate the arteries for up there, you know. <laughs> we so with you, with your snowmobiles and your igloos. You know, just yeah, just survive keep the warm. Long, the long winter. <laughs> our, our blubber. <laughs> Exactly. It's like when bears what? hibernate, you know, you, 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 you gotta load the- up. Your 11 and a half month winter. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's, it looks like an outside right now. Month winter, yeah. Excellent. Um, yes. <laughs> it got quiet in here. What happened? Well, speaking of things plumber. that will raise your blood pressure. Oh, well, there you go. Um, uh, all right. So there's Ian a new the resort parking policy. Oh, Nikes. I can't believe we haven't taped out, since then. Uh, I think right after we had recorded. Right. So the short of it is they're now charging for overnight. Wait, 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 before you, before you roll it out. Didn't, right. didn't we predict this? Like, yes. didn't I literally I say something in that, like, the the episode prior or two episodes prior about this? So we can this, blame John this for this, Intercot Consulting? <laughs> yeah. They actually listen for once. Yeah, I mean, they don't pick up any of the good wow, ideas. Wow. No, right? of course not. But, I, yeah, go ahead, Jason. Sorry, but I'm just pointing that out. So now overnight self-parking uh, now has a charge. Uh, this began March 21st. Um, it is tiered. Um, so value result value resorts are 13 per night moderate uh, this is by the resort categories moderates are 19 per night and deluxe are 25 per night I okay let, let's okay. let's okay, just can we start let's here just, yes brick, brick, Ian, brick, brick I know down. exactly what you're gonna say Ian do you want me to say it or would you like to say it Carolyn because I always you, believe you it t- first so oh well thank you you tell me if this is what you were gonna say yeah why exactly is the deluxe parking yes, that's what I was say. more expensive than the value parking. Are the spaces more luxurious and padded with a chef next to you or something? Right. And, or and, and to add on to that, you're already... So the idea of a deluxe resort is that you pay more for additional amenities. So, like, wouldn't you think 
your $500 a night hotel room could maybe come with a free parking spot, you know, as That's opposed silly to silly talk or you're paying for valet. So rather than like, right. you're, I mean, like, uh, I guess what, valet parking deluxe... went up too. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. But maybe it could make all of the parking spots valet for right. that was the part that, that drove yeah. me really bonkers. When I saw that, it was very clear to me that they went, well, these people are already paying $500 a night. They must be rich. They must be rich. They'll pay more for parking, too. (laughs) So that was number one. Number two, the other thing that really bothers me about this is it unfairly penalizes people who drive to Disney World. So essentially, if you drive there, you're going to pay 25 bucks more a night for your room than somebody who flies. How does that make any sense yeah increase the price of the hotel and that's right i that's what so i wrote a letter to 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 them about this complaining and they got and the guy from you know the executive offices called me and he was actually really funny uh we we talked for a little bit and he was a really nice guy and i explained my concerns to him and everything and he said well you know this may surprise you but you're not the only person who has expressed some frustration with this <laughs> i've heard everything from i will never stay on property again to are the parking spaces at the grand floridian paved in gold jeez <laughs> oh, so apparently there was a major uproar but i said i said look i said this is silly. I, raise the room rate eight dollars a night. Right. I, that that'll probably generate the same amount of revenue, and no one would notice. Like if no. you said to me, "Oh, your room at the Grand Floridian is now five hundred and eight dollars a night, as opposed to five hundred, who would notice that? I mean, no you one. just get a quote. So right. if it's seven nights, it's another fifty-six bucks. Like no one's going to notice the difference there. But when you smack me in the face and you say I'm going to charge you twenty-three dollars and you know a day to park at your five hundred dollar a night hotel room, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like I get that they're trying to keep people on property, and people who don't have a rental car there tend to stay on property and you know don't venture elsewhere. So I get that side of it, but then I think like. All these people that are driving are taking a burden off of your shared transportation, like, you know, like buses and boats and things like that. Like you're they're I wouldn't say they're doing you a favor, but, you know, like, why are you paying more? But they're not using the same services, you know, like I'm paying more, but I'm not going to be using all your buses. So why am I paying more? You know? Yeah. And I, I got to believe that it costs more to to you know, run that bus fleet and it does to hold up to open, you know, run a parking lot. Yeah. I mean, and not only that, but like, it's not just a matter of people who fly in and then rent a car. What about John? John only lives four hours away. What's he supposed to buy a $200 plane ticket and fly in so he doesn't have to pay? Well, yeah, to actually, I'm supposed to fly north to Baltimore, then to fly south to right. uh, yeah, exactly. Orlando. And I said that to the guy. I go, there's people that live in, I said, right. I'm not even talking about people that are locals. I mean, there's people that live, you know, three, four, five hour drive away. They're not going to pay to fly. So now all of a sudden you're charging them $25 a night. It was it, my issue was not that they wanted to generate additional revenue because, you know, that's their job and it's fine. And we all know they have a product that demand is through the roof for. But I just thought it was poorly implemented. I just did not like the. I thought they made very bad decisions in the way that they implemented it. Is it yeah, because like, when you it, stay, even if they call it a resort fee and charged everybody that, I feel like that's a little more palatable than just picking the But dry. a resort fee should be the price of the room. Well, yeah, but I mean, if it's like your your price of your room is five hundred dollars plus an eight dollar resort fee, 
I feel like that. Like just I just told me my I room is five hundred eight dollars. Like, right, I is totally more agree. Tolerable than slapping me just because I, I drive a car. I feel the same way about like airline fees. Like I yep. don't want to. Just exactly. tell me the flight's three hundred dollars. Don't tell me it's two twenty nine ninety nine, and then oh by the way, there's a twenty five dollar baggage fee and a fifty dollar seat fee, and the, like, <laughs> just tell me what the thing costs. Nobody likes being nickel and dimed. Nobody want like so. I just it was a really it's just really odd. I don't know why they implemented that the way that they did. Somebody didn't think through it very clearly. The the tiering and the pricing should be backwards, if you ask me. You should pay fourteen dollars a night at the Floridian and you know, 22 at the at pop century because you're already paying through the nose for your room. Anyway, quite Actually, frankly, you should if just they're going to charge you for everything. Just, right. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Just yeah, standard same, flat rate right. across the board, no matter what. Is it room because they're staying. losing out on money? Because if you stay on site, you get free parking at the parks. So this is how they're kind the of breaking even is that, well, you're paying $20 to park your car at the hotel. So, what about then annual pass holders? Not really free you know, parking at How the do they do it with them? Anymore. Well, maybe that's coming and down the line. Do you get a credit if you stay at a resort and you're an annual pass holder? I don't know. And, don't and what, about, what about DVC? Uh, DVC gonna... is exempt when exempt. staying at a deluxe villa resort. So basically at their DVC resort. Deluxe villa. So it. if you're staying at a DVC, you get the... Okay. Right. Yeah, if you stay but, somewhere that doesn't have DVC villas or studios, uh, you're not exempt. That's how it reads. And the uh, kind of mentioned it in passing, but the valet charge also went up from 25 to $33. Hmm. That's crazy. Now, Thirty-three uh, okay. dollars for valet parking. Forty something for the preferred parking. It was like it was Art. like ten dollars a night, like five or six years ago. Oh. Plus tip. Yep. So, part of the official line is they are simply um, catching up to, I guess, their competitors in the Orlando area. Um, one of the some of the local newspaper articles cite that. Most other resorts around the area, including Universal Orlando, charge between twelve to twenty dollars a night for parking. They do, and true and, story, but their and, rooms are cheaper. And most city hotels charge right. the same thing. Yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm not sure the everyone else was doing it. Reasoning is really yeah, the that, best uh, business philosophy, but always a great. Way well, to and go the other thing too, things. though, John, you know, if you're parking in the city, you've got limited parking, so I can understand. You know, putting a premium on those spaces. It is not like there's limited parking in Disney World. And the other thing that would have made more sense in in my mind. What about the people? The, the the irony is, if you're not staying there, you don't have to pay to park there. Like I'm, yeah, I'm seriously tempted. If I ever stay at like a monorail resort, I'm gonna go visit the Polynesian, leave my car there, take the monorail to the Floridian. <laughs> where I'm staying, so I don't have to pay to park. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. You can drive they, there and park yeah, all they you will want. supposedly check for um, a reservation now for dining to let you in, though. What uh, if so you want to go look at the gingerbread houses? At you don't the- have to pay to park unless you're staying there overnight. If you, if you just visit the resort, there's no parking fee. Because originally I thought, oh, well, they're trying to eliminate the people that park at the resorts to go to the parks. But that's not doing. This isn't doing that. Well, the because a couple people asked that question. Carolyn asked about you know going to see the lights and things that are not lights, but decorations at the various resorts. And the answers people were getting from guest communications were: if you do not have a uh, dining reservation for that time period, do not expect to park for free. 
They would okay, well, that would make sense. Now. So, so basically, if you pull up, like, because one of the things, like, we do this a lot. Like, we'll wake up in the morning. <laughs> 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 We did did not promote breaking the rules. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, I'm not promoting breaking the rules. That's not at all what I was going to say. But what we'll do is wake up a lot. My kids will go, oh, can we have breakfast at Kona Cafe? Because they love the Kona. Okay. And you can typically get in there without a dining reservation. Right. So we go to the poly in the morning, probably half the mornings we're there, and just walk in and get food without a reservation because we didn't think of it until we woke up in the morning. So, uh, you know, I guess that means I'd have to pay to park if I did that now. Well, just think about now, like uh, sometimes during the run Disney events, when like we go out to, to cheer and whatnot, like we go over to the boardwalk, yeah. I would bring the car and, you know, it said a guy, hey, listen, you know, we're going in, you know, just to cheer, you know, oh, yeah, yeah no problem. Go park over here. You yeah. know, so right. what, are they going to now charge us at the gate? Well, and the other thing, too, you know, this is where I, it gets a little annoying to me, because, like, let's say I and this could easily happen. Like, I like some of the shops in the Grand Floridian and we always. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and I'm just using the Floridian as an example, but it could be the Animal Kingdom Lodge just, you know, just as readily. Like, what if you just want to go shopping at the resort? You know, yeah. like... And I now mean, who's charging you? The, the security? Boardwalk and walk around. Right. I mean, the boardwalk is a perfect example, right? Because that's sort of part of the entertainment. So, I, you know, I, I guess if you go to, to the be. boardwalk, you're supposed to go to, what, Epcot? And, I mean, you can't because what if you want to be there yeah. after the park closes? There's bars there. Yeah. Is there a place to park? So where can you park to go to Jelly Rolls if you if you are not staying at the boardwalk? Is there a, is there a Question. special it's park? It's far away. It's close to the well. The I, very, uh, very will that still be free though? Right, but that's resort parking, Carolyn. You're talking about the one that's across the street, like kind of next. Yeah, to the technically gas it would be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like way out there. Right. There yeah. Is. But, I mean, sometimes the resort parking's full, and they make you go all the way yeah, out. Yeah, there. there's still parking for boardwalk, so I would think they would. That. Yeah, there's still some conflicting reports on that. I don't think Disney ever really posted something official. This other yeah. article says visitors to resorts will still receive complimentary parking. So. Yeah, I don't think they've quite figured it out. Well, so I'll, then t- I'll just go visit a resort. Right, <laughs> but that doesn't it- say what qualifies you as a visitor, though. So. Yeah. Well, I'll find out. I'll test it. We'll be we leave in like I'll test know, the system. I remember <laughs> they were also talking about trying to go cashless cashless at the resorts. So yeah. now you're gonna have to have to pay by credit card at the gate. And who's charging you? The security guards. The security guards. They don't want to be sitting there dealing with the money well, situation plus, I mean, and whatnot. So then, so then think about that for a minute. So now you're trying to get into your resort where you paid twenty five dollars or whatever to park. And I got to wait in line behind. No, because they have two lanes. Once you've already been there, you go in the yeah, fast lane. I'm, I know that. Yeah, but you might be checking in, waiting yeah. behind all these other half the time. people. I think it's annoying. I never, I never use that unless I have to, although I guess I'll have to. Now. Oh, I did. I, I found the official day guest statement. It's buried away on their website. It reads, complimentary standard self-parking is available while enjoying select dining, shopping, entertainment, and recreation experiences at Disney Resort Hotels. You have fifteen minute window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know they're <laughs> going shopping that well, somehow. Good to know. Though, I mean, because so. I wanted, I keep wanting to go over to one of the resorts and rent those yeah. little sea racer boats with my kids. Mm. So then I'm gonna have to park somewhere. So who I knows? mean, I think they've always said, you know, it's still at the discretion of the parking attendants if the uh, lot has capacity for 
you know, visitors. But well, that's uh, great. That's so now you're going to pull up only around. So now you're going to pull up to park, and you're never going to know. You're not going to know whether you're going to get in or not. Well, I mean, that's been the policy now. It's just very rarely have that ever really been an issue. Like if you try to get full. or something. Yeah. Moose out front should have told you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're full? Oh, my. All right. What's next? Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> we burned that one out, well, didn't we? Justin mentioned the cashless system they're testing at resorts. Right. They're testing something else at resorts. Um, a... Essentially a keyless system, which they've already been doing, but a magic bandless entry system, an actual digital room key uh, that's on your Bluetooth-enabled uh, smartphone. So are, uh, <laughs> that sounds hackable to me. So if oh, your phone dies, you we've, we've talked about this in the past too. Yeah, Haven't I talked about my really? disdain for for the? I mean, it's nice, but th- there's two things. I, for one thing, I still think that you miss out not talking to the people up front but that's fine some people don't like doing that great go straight to your room but it takes longer to get out your phone to bring up the app to go to the keyless app section to hit the thing you're waiting you're standing there it's so much easier just to I'll have go a you key one further john app. Yeah. It, it's even worse as a canadian because you got to get out your phone go right. to the app connect to wi-fi because you're not using your data plan and disney's wi-fi works so good <laughs> why would it work yeah. so well justin sorry. i'm glad you corrected him. i told you <laughs> english I'm glad is, you corrected him Jason. i'm like sorry i told you oh. english is not my first language oh, i hate that but yeah, yeah if your phone is dead too like so you pointed bad. out I can't. I just tap my wrist to the yeah. door. Well, you, you can't. So I'm sure it's just. I'm sure it's just going to be an option. And my guess is the way that it will work is, it'll be like a car, like my car keys. Like I don't have to take my key out and open the door. I just walk up to the car and open it because it senses that my, you know, my keys near it. So yeah. I'm Master guessing it'll Mitchell just be like, has arrived. You, you probably no, this, this is through people. the app though. Nope. It's through the app, though, because nope. then it's just then, like, like my you Hilton can grab somebody's thing. phone, just start walking around all the resorts <laughs> and be like, which room does this like, so, so that's true. There's so, a lot of rooms. That well, the app <laughs> actually tells you what room you're in. Okay, so. Oh, yeah. Actually, oh, that's true. Have you, have, wow. Have, have, talk about, well, holy moly, that's dangerous. I don't remember how I knew where you what room you guys were in. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. You knew what room we were in before we knew what room we were in. How that's bizarre is that? Yeah, I don't think I'll be opting in for You that. guys have seen this, right? You know, you've used it, right? The digital key or whatever. Maybe not. Hilton has no, it. Okay, so, it. yeah, they basically it's just called a digital key. So you get it. You request it. They send it to your phone when your room is ready. You have to go into the app, and you have to tap on it. It brings up a thing. It says, be sure to be close to the room, and then you Press OK to unlock the door. Then you wait for five, six, seven seconds, and then yeah, and it opens. So stupid to me. But that's that's. I think that's what you're talking about. It's not just near field communication. Right. That's just going to be you know like the bands where you just approach with your phone and your door unlocks. It, it doesn't work. Well, why way. would I want to do that? What's the benefit of doing that besides my having my magic? I mean, I already have my magic. No, they don't have magic. If you forgot magic. your magic band or you weren't wearing no. it, uh, well, that I can some see. I have actually done that before. What if there are going to be no magic. more magic bands? 
That's what I mean. Are they going away? Magic bands are going away, and your ticket and everything will be on your just phone, be on and your you'll phone. tap your phone. Sure. Maybe, but like you said, internet for international visitors, though, that's going to be a... Well, that could be so only if Wait. you're international, you get a fancy magic band yeah, but but the rest of the time. What, what about during a hurricane? And cell towers? <laughs> I don't know. During a hurricane. <laughs> Hurricanes never hit far. you got bigger problems if you're in the parks during a hurricane, but I'm just saying. Um, but, but I mean, think no, about this. No, I'm not this. in the park. I'm at my hotel I room. I can't get I, in my uh, room. Well, that, that would be another problem. And the problem winds. The too. winds are and flowing. And you're whipping you around, blowing you off your balcony. The wind blew down the cell tower. Now we got a roof. I um, know. No, I mean, if you think about it, too, the, the other thing is, I mean, people are using their phones all day long. Can you imagine, I mean, what the charging stations would have to be all around the park? Because everybody would be running out of juice because oh, they're I tapping their... Juice in the I know, like, that's what I'm saying. Day, I've got Can you imagine or... if all your fast fast passes were on there and that's the only place you had them? Yeah, <laughs> and then... They have, to have more of those... They have, like, uh, a cottage you just build around, you know, selling... Uh, yeah, the, more machines. Yeah, little no, a little battery right. charging machines all around. Carolyn, the parks. what are those um, the the charger thing you have that you just yeah, you exchange one. out? Yeah, the exchange. What, what, yeah. That's power what, rods or that's something. That's what like I was that? gonna say. That's what they'd mm-hmm. be doing. Yeah, it's a brand of them. Yeah. Right. So and it was. It actually, I don't mind them. I mean, I've heard people have different um, experiences with them, but you pay thirty dollars, which sounds ridiculous to begin with. But but then it comes in like this cute little plastic kit and it's got both a charger end for a samsung and a charger end for an iphone and then you um and it's got like the little travel battery pack thing and then once that runs out you go back to the machine and forevermore you get free brand new ones so you just drop the old one in the machine and it gives you a pops out a new brand new charged one but i like some people have bad luck they say like oh it does it only half charges my phone or whatever but i've i've always had good luck with them is it a brand new charger or are they just giving you a charger that's you know they get them back and they recharge them they yeah they get them back and then they right okay yeah. yeah, it's like a it's like a propane tank for your phone. Right, yeah. propane <laughs> and propane accessories. Except not propane. accessories. <laughs> so, propane. Um, Bobby, so not the heat. <laughs> if you've listened to this description, still not sure what we're talking about with the digital keys. There is a video on the boards uh, showing how this is demonstrated, and it is currently being tested at the Wilderness Lodge. Uh, if that all sounded great to you and you want to try it uh if you're staying at the wilderness lodge here probably over the next couple of weeks uh you may have that opportunity i'm not against the idea but i don't want them taking away my magic band that's all i'm saying hmm. oh they can have my magic band i would I'm, I'm i would you, think Justin. it's gonna be my like magic an, band. an option please like <laughs> another alternative i gotta tell you all i don't i don't even wear it on the <laughs> wrist anymore i got like the like uh bowl of soup. Like the lanyard looks good, looks good on you thing. yeah so, <laughs> magic keeper. Yes. Official. So, yes. so let's dance. <laughs> oh, so let's dance. So we mentioned fast passes on your phone. Um, right. The landscape of fast passes will be changing here shortly because of Toy Story Land. Hmm. Uh, so, the new yeah. tiers. Yeah. Oh, so with uh, that opening, there will now be tiers at uh, Hollywood Studios. Will they be tears of joy? Uh, <laughs> uh, tears you of see sense. what I did there? Yeah, yeah I did. Good. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Tears are falling. 
If you could not ever do that, uh, again. what was that? <laughs> Kiss. Tears are falling. No, nobody. Okay. No. <laughs> Sorry. Careless no. No. No one. God no. of thunder. Nobody. No. Nobody. John nobody? keeps making no. funny faces no. too. Um, anyway. No. No. Nice Nothing. Magic delicate flow. Delicate flow. I didn't realize oh. I had this many. I just opened my drawer. Look at all these things. <laughs> I know. Those, I have get a picture. Families. They are family uh, magic fans. So there's what, got. I gotta have twenty of these things. So what? What's the tier? So the, I also so found the a debit card in my drawer. I don't know where the hell that came. <laughs> Ian's pulling. Ian's spring random. Right we're doing <laughs> random the podcast, junk in the middle of the podcast. Efficient. No, I was looking for my magic bands. I wanted to see how many I had. Um. So the tiers. There will be two right, tiers. Oh. Uh, Tier Tiers. one will be Toy Story Mania, Slinky Dog Dash, Alien Swirling Saucers, and so all what? of Toy Story Land. And tier two will be everything else. Hmm. <laughs> so and so Star Wars yeah. Land, Galaxy's Edge. Then that will be tier brought to you by Samsung. We'll see how that'll impact things when that opens up. That could be like a. The guess would be it would go to three tiers at that point. Star Wars Land will be like tier one, Toy Story Land tier two, and the rest of the park. <laughs> and tier the three. tier that you don't actually need fast passes for. <laughs> yeah, probably not by that point. Yeah. Now, it's, so. uh, just speaking of that, I, I know we're talking about this, but that Project H that uh, Jason you put up the the prints on, I have questions on that. And what would those okay. questions be, Justin? <laughs> that would be my question to that is. Now, it was proposed that that could possibly be the site of the new hotel. The Star Wars yes. Hotel. The Star Wars Hotel. Right. 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 Doesn't that seem a little Removed? far yeah. to be, I agree with like, that. have no. direct access into the Star Wars Galaxy but, Edge? But kind but the, of. But that hotel is not about Star Wars Galaxy Edge. That's a whole self-contained thing by itself. Correct. But wasn't the idea of it as, to be immersive yes. right into yes. the story of Star Wars? It's not as far away as you think. Hmm. Um, okay, there their, we go. their permits literally blanked out all of Star Wars land. Um, so the there uh, if you look at the larger drawing when you see or I guess it's a picture, you see where South Studios Drive is, the road directly behind that is a interior park road. Okay. Um, so Star Wars Galaxy Edge starts right behind that. So this is, I don't know, maybe if it's close half enough, a mile away. They, I, I don't know how Imagine they is. have a people mover. That's what I was going to say. No. Yeah. So, I don't like the like, whole Harry no, Potter Logan's thing. Run. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Oh, the Logan's really? Run. The Harry no, Potter no, no, no. That's a good reference, this. Justin, because like, basically in Logan's Run, in the, the TV series Logan's Run, which, by the way, I have on DVD, and it's awful. Like as much as I love Logan's Run, other than you could see uh, Heather Mendes, I think was her name, who was in the series, who I had a crush on at the time. Sidebar. Uh, but essentially, what they would do. No more. I know. Hey, who knows? She could be dead now. I don't know. Um, it, probably not. Anyway, <laughs> I know it's so hope morbid. You're not dead out there. It's a side thought. Hey, Heather, we Heather, we'd doing love doing to have well, you on Heather. the podcast, even though I hated the series. But I loved it at the time as a kid. I thought it was cool. But essentially what they did is they took like a minivan 
and uh, attached some like side curtains to it from the, from the bottom down to the ground and they put some hydraulic lifters on it so essentially she they is actually dead john is she really that's... not only is she dead but she just died in december of oh, 2017 really oh she was relatively oh, she was relatively young. young too she was only 68 yeah heather menzies right yep yeah she passed away oh that, she was like she a had brain she had brain cancer oh man cancer sucks R.I.P. Ms. Menzies. She she was, she was apparently married to Robert Urich because she's. By the way, a, a definite cutie, and if you look at um, on the Wikipedia page, she, they have her as um, as Logan's Run yeah. in Logan's Run. So, but Not anyway, to get back to the the thing, to Justin's point, they did essentially put hydraulic lifters on a minivan, and so they would get into it essentially, and it would go, and it they would try and make it look like it was floating across. the but but it had these side skirts just to cover the wheels up, and it was so <laughs> cheap production-wise. But I could see them doing that, Justin. Yeah, you get in your um, land speeder, and uh, I, I know what you, Jason, the way you described it, it, just still seems like it's so far away. Yeah, the scale at the top. If I don't know if that's proportional or not, but it looks like it'd be the edge of the hotel construction site would be less than a thousand feet away. So it's not. Oh, okay. Not that you far. Could have a Maybe tunnel. I don't understand. I thought this hotel was a theme park. In a theme itself. park? No, kind I feel of. like it's a hotel where there's an experience to it. Around, but that it's still correct. a hotel. But part, uh, that's not what I got when I read it. The, I got it's more like a cruise ship, like a themed. Yeah. Like you is. go there and you don't leave. The whole the whole experience is contained within the hotel. Well, I, I thought you leave to do missions and well, get the land. I like thought it had. I, I thought it had exclusive access directly into the Star Wars land. That's well, that what is, I believe with that the is, they have part here's, of it. Here's my idea that you'll go if because the hotel is supposed to be in outer space, right? So how do you get from there down to the surface of the planet? So you're going to need to get into some kind of spacecraft. And it'll be like a little Star Tours kind of. No, I think you're confused. Or like a tomorrow. You're thinking of like the space restaurant where you're in well, there's that too but yes no, but yes. I, all the pictures of the hotel i thought you're looking at it was all like a starry you, you sky are. Oh, okay. are you starry <laughs> but then uh, you get into like some here. kind of tomorrowland transit authority thing but it's all self-contained and you have like video screens and you're like ooh, it's like so, the hyperspace effect whatever and then so, you slide so out i'm looking at the, i'm looking Ta-da! at the disney parks blog announcement when it was released and all the pictures are from the hotel it says this revolutionary new vacation experience will be a living adventure that allows guests to immerse themselves in an entirely new form of Disney storytelling. It's unlike anything that exists today. From the second you arrive, you will become a part of a Star Wars story. You'll immediately become a citizen in the galaxy and experience all that entails, including dressing up in the proper attire. Yep. Once you leave Earth, you will discover a starship alive with character stories and adventures that unfold all around you. It's 100% immersive, and the story will touch every single minute of your day, and it will culminate in a unique journey for every person who visits. I think the whole thing is self-contained. I don't think it really has anything to do with the Star Wars land. Mm. Uh, um, they they said somewhere else he will go on special private missions in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Hey, hey, there you go. Via the land-speeding minivan. <laughs> They'll take now, you where you are. It's called Project. That may not be oh, wait. Nope. Hold on. I'm Here's so the glad next. it's not Preparation Jason. H. Oh, Jason Preparation is correct. So. 
which which is good on the whole. So this is the next. This is the next update. Jason, let him go. Let him go, Jason. Project. It says uh, it will be seamlessly connected to Star Wars Galaxy Edge. It does say that, Uh, and then it also says. The opportunity for immersion at this resort will also stand out among all Disney resorts around the globe as it will be seamlessly connected to Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Disney Hollywood Studios. So you are correct. And it looks like they just filed the permit for whatever that seamless connection will be um, because they filed one right for that backstage access road. Um, But everything else for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, like they've already done all the permits and everything for because they're already in the construction so they're building some sort of a building near that access road so whether that'll be like the end park station for whatever this transportation is or if it'll be a like a transitioning building of some sort to get uh, guests seamlessly into the land uh, remains to be seen but like are you gonna have to go to the land in costume like that would be yes. weird like it i show up like i it. show up with yeah, all i don't think that's so weird and I'm wearing a Han Solo costume. If you're like, gonna dress right up in. as as a character, you're nobody's you know, even gonna pay attention. Kind of blend in with Disney the cast. That's a fair point. They might think you work there. It yeah. could be. But if you go to like a Harry Potter world, everybody's got their robes on and True. their wands out, and True. nobody think thinks that's, anything of it. I think that's what they're yeah, looking for, quite frankly. Thing. Robes on, wands out. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Justin, we can't, <laughs> we can't take you anywhere. We just cannot take you anywhere. You're not, you're not fit to be out. I just stated what she said. <laughs> so, speaking of other things that were announced at D23. What is that, John? <laughs> it's a, a tea. Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead. Anyway. Um, so, that, so, the Star Wars Hotel, or Project H, as it's parent construction codename is was announced another project codenamed mk1 appears to be canceled mark what um, what is mk1 that was the main street theater doomed um, from so the start back in february uh it was announced internally that the construction had been indefinitely delayed yep never a good sign but it just wasn't clear okay are they moving it somewhere else um, was there an issue with that site? Did something else delay it? Uh, but the telltale sign came this past week where it has been removed from the public uh, <laughs> what's coming to Disney World phase. Yes, so it it's has. Just, wiped, just wiped from there, no announcement. Uh, nothing to see Never here. Never to Move be spoken along. of again. What theater? Um, There's no next, theater. Next, the no Tron Disney's cycles will America. be going. Put, put in the... No, uh, no. You said something. There was some news about breaking ground for Tron cycles or something. They have broken ground for Tron, Tron cycles. And another transition to prepare for the Tron cycles, they're starting to redo Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may have noticed that in the concept art for the Tron Cycles, Tomorrowland looks a little different. Um, there's kind of a very blue and white color scheme shown. Like and there used to be? Yep, like it used to be, and they're yeah. starting to uh, implement that in different areas. Can we bring and back think... the fountains out front? Can we bring know. back the really cool... Like where the new yeah. age back... The, the, that's what I want. The, the falls, the falls, rather, that the... would... I want to bring back the David Lance background loop. Can we get I that? I want to bring back the big I've got that right things here. on the tops of the buildings. Me too. The, the what thing? The, waterfall. the what at the, the top of the thing? Oh, the pointy things? Oh, the spires. Like the spires that were sticking up on top of the buildings. Or building. like um, ob- obelisks? I almost said that. 
<laughs> Don't ask me. I'm, English is not my first language. Jen's playing her pan flute. Is, is she actually <laughs> playing it? Yes, I've got my flute out. <laughs> you didn't know that she's, a, uh, she's an elf. <laughs> she plays her pan flute. A flautist. She's a flautist. At least she's not a pianist. <laughs> Why are we back to this again? Although her mic kind of looks like <laughs> So much I didn't say that one. Blame me. Yes, there you go, Jen. That's my favorite. So, that is the best. That was the best background loop. In addition to the repainting and pan flutes, um, any Instagrammers out there might notice that the beloved purple wall isn't very purple anymore. Um, it's still various uh, hues of purple, but it's more of a geometric design. Some say they look very similar to uh, Spaceship Earth, um, but uh, it's not the solid purple color. So, so am I the only one who didn't know that that wall was a thing? Yes, uh, I did not know either. Sorry. Okay, I didn't so know it was a thing, but I thought it was a cool wall, but I never knew it was a thing. You know, I mean, there's shirts, there's uh, oh, that's all things there's about it. Hats. You know, what's funny, though, is, is Disney has taken something that just people came up with on their own and then is trying to monetize it with hats and things that say purple wall. But there's other and then walls. changed it. <laughs> yeah. And then they went and changed it. And there's another. Well, now wall. those hats are retro, though. So they're more. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're collectibles. Made have them you, collectible. you guys can um, Instagram or Twitter and just look the hashtag purple wall and you'll see everybody's pictures but then there's another one at epcot that is kind of behind journey into imagination sort of in that area and they call it the bubblegum wall because it so you can do hashtag bubblegum wall and you can see like it's just like a cutesy colored yeah. wall and then so then somebody got the idea to go into pandora and have their picture taken next to hashtag rusty pipe there's a big <laughs> l-shaped rusty that's pipe. awesome so that's now the At new thing in Trombo. <laughs> <laughs> so one other change in Tomorrowland, which may seem minor, but it's uh, allegedly the start of several larger changes. They removed the little green alien merchandise kiosk. LGM. Near Buzz Lightyear. On. Um, so that uh, that may be the first sign that some of the other sort of cartoony signs and other things that are currently in Tomorrowland will start to come down in favor of a more unified, uh, cleaner aesthetic that they uh, do show in the Tron light cycle concept. Can I just say, looking back, and I, I posted you guys on on the podcast can see it, but of course our listeners won't be able to see it. The the views of the 1974 version yeah, of Tomorrowland I, I saw that. looks far more futuristic than it does now. I still yeah. think that was fairly iconic. It's amazing how the Imagineers like looked at stuff sometimes through a really cool window. And the fountain or the, not fountains, the falls that came out of the Tomorrowland entrances and stuff, it's, it's just really cool looking, even by yeah. today's standards. I, yeah. I would love if they'd go back to something like that. Yeah, and you know, it's like they mucked with it really badly over the years. Yeah. Like it got really messy. Neon, um, like it's neon. Everything's neon. Well, the, I mean, and... the neon I didn't mind so much because it really looks great at night. But but like some of the stuff, like it just was like bizarre. Like some of the choices that they made. Like remember, they had like all of a sudden they threw all those weird rocks up out front that just right. Like, came <laughs> yeah, nowhere, the purple it, rocks. Like, 
Well, no, the purple ones Shiny were better ones. than brown originally. They oh, were yeah, just yeah. ugly brown yeah. rocks. It was, I remember going the first time and looking at them and being like, is this Frontierland? Like, did they I don't like how they threw up all the gravestones <laughs> in front of Spaceship Earth. I mean, you know, seriously, there was yeah. just a, a period of time where there was some weirdness going on. and, and that Oh, was... yeah. They made some very bizarre decisions I during get, that don't... latter stage of the Eisner fa- the oh, Eisner. Don't even remember, just, don't forget just recently, the uh, Cabanas. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The, city. the, the short-lived Kingdom cabanas. cabanas. But yeah. for some reason, a tent city didn't look real good in Tomorrowland. <laughs> Who would have thought? Did no, anyone actually like, see those? The place supported at least if you put it up in Frontierland, you could have themed it like it was an encampment or something like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing says futuristic city of tomorrow like a bunch of tents. Right. <laughs> did anyone get to see those live? Yeah, I did, but they kind of had them blocked off with you know how they have those tall shrubs and yeah. rolling. Buckets, you know. It's also also very futuristic, by the way. All yeah. shrubs and rolling buckets. <laughs> Shrubbery. That'd be a good name for a band. All <laughs> shrubs, and, shrubs rolling and rolling buckets. buckets album. It's really good. <laughs> it's a pan Very nice. Very nice. What what else have we got? Do we have anything? I don't you know. Uh, I got what a couple is... more things. Okay. Uh, so we're talking about futuristic things. Yes. Uh, something else kind of futuristic looking that is coming to Pandora. Um, Pandora is getting its first, uh, I guess you call it true streetmosphere. Um, it actually already soft debuted, but it will officially debut on April 22nd. Um, it will be what looks like from the movies as an amp suit, if you're familiar oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Uh, Avatar, but it'll actually not be that. Uh, it will instead be a uh, Pandora utility suit, uh, because this will like be used mess. by the friendly uh, Pandora conservative initiative folks and not those bad people not using the evil amp people. from the movie. Um, so there've already been a couple of videos posted online during the uh, soft debut, uh, the sort of the guest preview. So basically, it's a Streetmosphere character in this uh, PCI, that's Pandora Conservative Initiative role. Uh, just kind of walks around, interacts with the guests, asks them questions about the Pandora flora and fauna, shares facts about them. Um, I've seen where he's asked. Uh, a couple of the guests to make different animal noises that you hear throughout Pandora, so things like things like that. Hmm. So adding kind of another another layer of uh, storytelling to the land, which is always good. Um, yeah. So it kind of looks like a guy sitting in a giant robot. If you don't know what. Yeah, like a like. mecha suit or whatever they call them. Right, and there's um, there's a video on the on the boards that they released in a preview, so that's officially debuting on the park's uh, 20th anniversary, which is April 22nd. Um, but they appear to be appearing intermittently. Uh, well, I heard the they asked a really cool, you know, what, what was the the best sound you heard in the uh, or the most prevalent sound you heard in Pandora, and it's, you know. Why is this line so long? Why are we standing here for four hours? <laughs> yeah, and a they, long way. I know. I'm sorry. They seem they seem kind of um, kind of funny too. So in one of the videos online, the suit kind of stops working, sort of, or he's, he's having an issue. So he you know talks about his lack of training that he's had. So yeah, kind of nice so cover. They're, they're kind of, they have to have some improv um, uh, skills as well as. Most of the cast do interact with guests frequently in entertainment. Yeah. I mean, cool addition fits in well. Always always like the little pluses like that. 
anything that uh, they do to interact with the guests yep. is cool, except for taking away Mickey Mouse, talking Mickey. Yep. Still sad about no, that. No, no more updates on that, but we'll, okay. we'll see. All right. Um, All right. Then I think we can pretty much close out with a yep. series of dining updates. Oh, plus we have a question from uh, Justin's lovely wife, too. Okay. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Right, we, uh, you want to so, do that now, or you want to do the dining sure, updates we'll now? Sure, we'll do that first. Okay, we'll roll into that. So uh, Dawn asks, I have a question. If you were to bring back one Disney event, what would it be? I'll ooh, save. Ooh, I'll ooh, save ooh. what her. Yeah, son of a. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh. I know exactly. Yeah, really. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, Ian. I, John wants to. I know what John wants. He wants the bicentennial parade. Oh, <laughs> oh mine without question would be Tapestry of Nations parade. Can oh. Can we define event? No. Okay. <laughs> you answer? It, no. You define it as you would like to define That's the fun. The one I would have brought back came back on Friday, so it did. I yeah, a new you one. What was that? The Paint the Night Parade. The night. Oh. oh, okay. Well, I would bring. Well, this isn't really an event, like, but it. Jen said, "Paint the Night." I'd bring back Spectral Magic. Yeah, that would have been my other choice, Carolyn. Definitely, that would have been. It's a very close second. Mm-hmm. That's a good I one. Know. I. That's Sorry. a good one. Mickey's birthday land or uh, whatever. I, what, what are you, nuts? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I, I guess it's not an event, but wishes. Yeah, you miss wishes? I, 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 Everybody's I, going I always for had a, shows. I always had a uh, soft part of my heart. Okay. Wishes, so. Not going to bring back the birthday castle? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. The very first time Dawn and I went there, it was Nothing. decorated as the castle. No. No, nothing. No. So, Ian, are you absolutely sure that's your answer? Yeah, I loved the absolutely loved Tapestry and Nations. Okay, because Dawn's answer was actually that she would bring back the Year of a Million Dreams, so she could stay in the <laughs> castle. Like no, someone else on this podcast. But I've already done that. Why would I need to do that again? Yeah, you don't need. Ian, to you stayed in back. the castle. Yeah, I never heard that story. Wow. I try never to mention it. Justin. Thank you, John, for the question. Justin's still, hey, still yeah, thinking, yeah. and I haven't answered, but go ahead. Anyway. Oh, John. Oh, yeah. I was going to say <laughs> kind of the more uh, free-roaming character interactions that they, they used to have, where it wasn't so, uh, yeah, that's, you know, go wait in line sure. for eight that hours is, to see one character. That is a okay. good one. So, uh, Ian, that actually was a heck of an answer that you brought up for me. So I do like that, the Bicentennial Braid, uh, with the weird creepy creepy dolls and that are way yeah. too tall um but if i could bring back uh i don't know if it's an event though but it would be an event for anyone who was doing it at the time it would be to ride up front in the monorails mm. again so i mean that that and get your driver's monorail driver's license that's an event you know you're getting your monorail driver's license well, I, to me that's that absolutely cool. an event i yep. think that's a good answer yep. so that would be the one thing i would bring back Thank you. That Don. was a good. We had those were all really good answers. We're really smart. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> Ow! I especially no, I like my back. Mickey's birthday land. Mickey's birthday <laughs> land or Starland. I like that too, actually. Um, but you know what? What we really need to talk about because I'm hungry. What is? Can we talk Ooh. about Woody's lunchbox? We can. Mm-mm-mm. Guys, you go, you're gonna want to go here. So get because ready. Because they have tater barrels, I think. 
They have potato they barrels. Got, they got potato barrels, but they got... What? I'm eating the menu right now. It's so yummy. What else do they so have? So, if Pal you've been watching drooling. our Twitter, we've been slowly posting uh, some of the different uh, signature entrees they have there. Uh, they will serve breakfast, um, which is... Uh, kind of nice for a new land that will probably be very crowded and long hours. Um, probably the one thing everyone will try to want to get is the S'mores French Toast Breakfast Sandwich. Um, mm, so it's like a sandwich made with French toast bread and then marshmallows. I guess uh, <laughs> the graham cracker, though, comes in the form of a crumble. Uh, so really just kind of like a marshmallow chocolate filling uh, with the graham cracker crumbles on it. Wow. Uh, then there's other various breakfast dishes. Um, they're going to have a Monte Cristo uh, sandwich. A little I different than Monte Disneyland's Cristo. famous famous version. Um, they Monte actually Cristo. have the jam in the sandwich, which I believe is different. Raspberry jam. Yep. Yeah, because I believe out there you get it on the side. Yeah, you get it on the side. Yeah, that's uh, a violation. It has to go on the sandwich. They have something called ta- tachos. Because yeah, it's tachos. made with tot. Like no. potato tot. No. Potato barrels, corn chips, chili, and cheese. What's not to love? Tachos. Is cheese extra? But as lo- yes. <laughs> it's just, it's Five cheese bucks extra situation. for the cheese. Okay. This is good too, though. Listen, you can get this. You get side dishes, but instead of just like fries, yogurt, ba- you know, go-go squeeze applesauce. These are your side choices: tomato basil soup, vegetable macaroni salad, and potato barrels, or. Mini Baby Bell snack cheese, the official snack cheese of Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah. They're also sponsoring like half of Toy Story Land. So, cheese so people they are. Sponsor, uh, they sponsor Woody's uh, lunchbox. Actually, yeah, huh. Baby Bell, or they're they're a parent company. I think Baby Bell's a brand, but yeah. And then they have things that look like kind of a cross between a pop tart and a toaster strudel. Yep, those are lunchbox tarts. Toaster Strudel's a brand name, so they would have to come up with some kind of generic like <laughs> that, like where they can't say the yeah. uh, they're, um, cereals. They're basically anyone who went to the Festival of the Arts and know that kind of uh, popped art thing they kept advertising. It's it looks like it's those. So you'll now be able to get those year round. Hmm. Um, they're like a, a handmade pop tart, basically. Mm-hmm. So and then they have they have a bunch of desserts and littlest pots can enjoy a grilled cheese sandwich like lots of stuff for kids mandarin oranges stuff like that but they have they have pop like soda float I was gonna say pop floats but for yeah. you guys but nobody soda would know float. what that meant so oh, float yeah. all beer float yes they okay. well but there's like all different it looks like one's a cherry coke it's kind of red red and yeah. pink. Ooh. Could be birch beer. beer floats. Oh, that would be good. I love a birch beer. They, they just say they're old-fashioned soda floats. They don't really give details yet. Old-fashioned soda fountain floats. <laughs> we'll have an old-fashioned fountain. Price, I can assure you of that. <laughs> and then the souvenir beverage everyone will have to choose. Um, they have a little green alien with claw sipper cup. The claw. That you can get with their signature uh, non-alcoholic beverage of the land, which will be the Mystic Portal Punch. Um, it's Powerade Mountain Berry Blast with lemon lime and tangerine, and it's green for some reason. I guess lemon lime, tangerine, and blue make green? I guess that makes sense. Kind of. Sort of. 
Maybe. The big kids can enjoy the backyard with grown-ups. Lemonade cocktail, cherry vodka, Odwalla lemonade, and black cherry puree. So that's where I'll be, Ooh. kids. <laughs> so you can get your drink <laughs> on while your kids are riding I'll the little saucers. Getting liquored. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's getting liquored up with the LGS. Go on the slinky Rolling coaster. In. Go by, yeah. yeah. Or that one. She's... Hmm. Very nice. No, but that looks good. That it's different. It's not just like French fries. I mean, it's potato barrels, which is just a different shaped French fry. Yeah. But still, it's at least yeah. they're doing something a little yeah. bit different. Yep. Putting a little thought into it, always a good thing. Yeah, I like it. So, keeping the food trend going and talking about trends. So, uh, okay. Justin bemoaned earlier the, about the rose, rose gold craze gold. that struck uh, Walt Disney World and Disneyland to an extent. Um, so the next craze is here that you will find all of your sweets in. They yeah. will now be donning millennial pink. Uh, so the main what trait the, that's come out of all of this is that. What the, is uh, millennial pink? Baby I pink. think it's officially a softer pink color. So often worn it? by millennials. Really? Uh, Kill me now. Does that that sounds like a, a definition, doesn't it? Think of uh, like. Like there's baby blue, and then think of like a baby pink, along kind with yeah. Barney, then. Wouldn't that just be pink? Well, kind of, and that, that's what's actually oh. funny is their signature sweet in all of this is a Mickey Mouse Millennial Pink uh, milkshake. You can find it at Anti Gravity's Galactic Goodies in the Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. It's a strawberry milkshake with pink cotton candy. So again, they're kind of implying that's just the color Millennial Pink. And then a house-made millennial pink Mickey Mouse marshmallow on top. House this is all on one milkshake. A house-made marshmallow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now I've heard it all. Uh, uh, somebody wakes up in the morning and is, today yeah, my job I would love to work. You know, as, as somebody who works in advertising, to make the I would marshmallows. love to work as like a copywriter. I mean, they come up with the best promotional language ever. They make they could make a rock sound like something you have to own. Yeah. Just think about the ideas that they don't get out. It's limited edition rock. <laughs> stone. Yeah, rock was a thing. It's painted stone pink. So, um, if Bell, you're interested, you can go on the boards and see all the treats. Uh, there's actually counted up. They released ten different um, signature sweets that are on the millenn- different shades of millennial pink. Uh, they go from cupcakes to um, sweet sippers, which I guess are at the one uh, pastoria in Disney Springs. So it's like candy with champagne. Um, to crispy treats. Uh, coated in millennial pink chocolate and it's all sorts of different things uh cream puff is the other one what are you calling cream puff <laughs> not anymore so uh we got pictures of all those on the boards uh, if you want to go yes i was just looking at them looks fantastic yep. um I, I think the uh signature milkshake may give you a serious sugar rush but or a tummy ache I think yeah. a lot of now, what we've mentioned. Yeah, I was going to say that all rush. sounded like that all yeah, sounded this, like uh, a quick trip to the hospital for a candy. Plus, that's a big um, marshmallow treat, Dave. For type two diabetes therapy. Yeah. Is this exclusive to Walt Disney World? So far, um, okay. but the, that's kind of what happened with the rose gold. It kind of started at mostly at Disney World, then they did a couple things at Disneyland. 
So um, I'm sure Disneyland will shortly have a couple Millennial Pink items as well. The Millennial Pink Mini Years debuted at Mini at uh, Disneyland first, and now are uh, at both uh, resorts coast to coast. Who um, knew? Who knew? Not me. There's this site called Intercut you should read. <laughs> and I, I, I'm waiting for the old guy gray desserts to make an appearance. You know, I mean, well, they have they have the, um, the orthopedic shoes. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Uncle Orville's old guy gray. You know, at at be our guest, there is now a there will be this summer a white chocolate chip. Um, That's close chip enough. Character uh, filled with the gray stuff. Well, there you uh, go. Delicious. We do have the gray stuff for us. Yeah, that's going to be their new signature dessert. Goodness. Wow. So, speaking of signature desserts and dining places, we've wow. talked about a lot of It's additions. amazing how he does that sometimes. Go ahead. Yeah, that there has recently been a reduction. Uh, so, the Scary Apothecary, seriously my favorite name place at Walt Disney World, uh, <laughs> has closed along with Sweet Spots. Part of the Sunset, um, excuse me, Beverly Sunset Theater. Right. Uh, if you ever noticed that on the corner of Sunset Boulevard yep. and Hollywood Boulevard, that's supposed to be an actual theater. And it advertised on its marquee. Uh, the Scary Apothecary, Sweet Spells, and for quite a while, Villains in Vogue, as if those were film titles. Uh, but now it's recently been Real Vogue, R-E-E-L, get the pun. Uh-huh. Uh, I see so what they did there. Two of those have closed, okay. um, with no real clear replacement on where to get other uh, sort of fresh-made treats. The uh, rumor is that the... Uh, open show kitchen there is being completely removed. Um, the marquee, so these just closed today here on uh, 416 as we're recording this. The marquee now reads Tinseltown Trinkets and Real Vogue. Um, so that may be the new the new store replacing the front half of that building. Could be. Uh, I guess we need more tchotchkes. Trinkets. Um, <laughs> but the rumor was that that would be the new flagship store for Pixar items. Ah. Um, seemed we like need more Pixar. Yeah, it seemed Pixar. like a little bit more Pixar. Requiring more Pixar. Bring it up the full Star Wars. Really near Pixar. Everybody's land. doing it now. Um, I would think that might be the first time they've ever had like a flagship merchandise location not in or near the land it's it's part of. So, you'd, you know, you'd have to walk around almost to the back of the current park for Toy Story Land. Right. And then, like, about halfway in would be the store. That's not really very good for impulse buying, I wouldn't think, at least when you're thinking about Toy Story and seeing it all around you. But yep. um, we'll see. Uh, it looks like they released the name, although it hasn't been confirmed. Um, and so a lot of people worried about where will uh, some of those signature uh, suites go. Uh, only one of them has been spotted so far across the street at the Trolley Car Cafe, a.k.a. the Hollywood Studio Starbucks. Uh, but that is the carrot cake cookie. Um, more which, carrot more, cake. More carrot cake. Somebody that likes their carrot popular, cake. They buy it bulk. If you look on the uh, interwebs, you will see many people uh, try to track that down because it originally moved from the writer's uh, spot. What spotter stop? Anyways, right. that other one's Stop. closed. Stop. Uh, the writer's stop closed, um, and it was served there exclusively. Then it moved to Sweet Spells. Now it's moving a third time 
to the trolley car cafe. So if you were looking for it at Hollywood studios, uh, that is where it has gone. Hmm. It's mm. gone. So to wrap up, kind oh, of. Our- well, I will let you guys know. I, I just in case you're curious, uh, we did get invited to the opening of Toy Story Land. So mm-hmm. that's supposed to happen Yay. somewhere around what June thirtieth or 30th. something, right? So I, I think there is a media event immediately preceding that in June. Originally, I thought I wasn't going to be able to go to that because. I thought I was going to be at a work event, my other work. Um, but it does appear my work event's actually in July, not June. So um, should be able to do that. So we should be able to have some coverage, I'm thinking, unless I've forgotten about something. But uh, if not, we'll try and get one of our intrepid intercut reporters there as well. But it's, I think, a two-day event, actually, um, prior to it opening. So I got a save-the-date notice and a cute little graphic uh in the mail uh about a week ago um so your your mission is to eat the s'mores french toast i will gladly accept the mission when is the the s'mores french toast is in yeah that won't be available till the end of june right that's when that opens Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it'll be part of woody's woody's lunchbox is the so far looks like the only dining establishment inside toy story land there might be some other snack carts but that seems to be the only real restaurant indeed 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 my friend so now that we've made you hungry with all these treats yes and you may want to be saving on buying all those various goodies on your next trip uh rumors are starting to circulate when free dining will be for 2018 wait what Uh, okay yep so it's already started to leak out um Wait, get get Magical Journeys on Speed Dial, our sponsor, and travel. It should be coming out here soon. We're recording this on the 16th, so if you're shouting at the podcast saying, hey, they announced it's not those dates, you'll you'll know why. So it's due out about any day now in official confirmation, but right now the rumored dates are August 2nd through September 29th. Hmm. Then a big blackout, then November 24th through the 27th, then a smaller blackout, and then December 7th through the 23rd. So I think that's the first time they've ever split it up like that. Uh, I think last year it was just, it skipped over October, but then was fairly contiguous. So this year, if these rumors are true, it would be three different periods. I'm uh, surprised. Do they always have have, um, free dining that close to Christmas? They they have run it up there the last couple years. Um, I think they just again hit such a big spike at Christmas historically. Right. Although this year they're getting they're getting a lot of big crowd spikes other times. Oh yeah. Well. Um, all year long. All year it's, long. it's kind Everything of it's going. relative though, but yeah. <laughs> still relatively speaking, wherever wherever the new baseline is, um, there's still been some pretty big. Uh, well, so. as I was as I was telling uh, folks, and I don't know whether it was you guys, and I think it was um, uh, d- living here on Hilton Head Island, right? I think tourism generally you can look for it to be up this year because we had one of the largest crossing days of the bridge over to the island a couple weeks back ever. And that's saying something like it's been crazy around here. So I think folks are traveling. Folks are spending money right now. Um, 
And if the parks are any indication from when I've been there and when you all have been there this year, I mean, it, it just, there's no end in sight. So it's not like the detenance was down last year either. No, it's, uh... but it's, but it's gotten even worse, I think personally, but, but I, I think, and what I'm trying to say is I think we may be seeing a trend here where folks are getting out and about and spending a little more money. Um, so we'll have to see. You know, when I went in February, uh, they asked me to fill in a survey after, and a lot of the survey questions were about, did the size of the crowds impact your (laughs) vacation enjoyment? No, it was perfectly fine. I didn't mind it (laughs) at all. I didn't mind waiting four hours to go on Small World. Yeah, no. So Uh, I think they're aware of it, but I don't know what they'll do about it. Nada. I mean, I know they. I know the thing that's funny is all the stuff that we criticize them about raising these prices and all. It's all trying to drive the crowds down, but nothing they do drives them down. (laughs) People just keep coming in hordes. Yep. So I. I mean, it's a great problem to have if you're a. Absolutely. Not a great. You know, it's not a great environment for. I mean, at some point in time, there's got to be a breaking point because people. You. (laughs) There's a certain point where it's just too crowded to have fun. Although, I don't know, some people seem to thrive on the idea of, like, you know, waiting in a four-hour line to get on a ride. There's, like, a whole segment of people that, you know, sort of brag about it on Facebook. Like, I waited seven hours to see the new Disney ride, and it was great. Well, there's a certain amount of that when things first open, right? And and, and, and I certainly, I get that. You want to be one of the first. I I mean, I get it. I don't want to be that person, but, I mean, I get the people who do that. But there are, I think there is a certain segment that the crowds don't bother them either. Like, they just figure that's They're, what a theme park is like, and <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, I'm calling when Star Wars opens, it's going to be seven, eight hour wait. For but us. everybody yeah, I mean, will be the there, thing. and the rest it, of the park will be empty. It's so funny Correct. because I'm kind of excited about it, right? Because I'm a complete Star Wars nerd, but... Except you like the new one. I won't one. be able to go for like four years. <laughs> for four years. Because I am not dealing with all... I'm too old to deal with all the... I'm old and cranky. I, can't I don't be, even think you're going to be able to... I don't even think you're going to be able to get fast passes at the 60 old days. And you are cranky. It's just, you're, not, you're not going to be able to get them. I think they're just going to be impossible to get. Yeah, and it's going to be that That's way for like Pandora. five years. I mean, really, it, think about how... Toy Story Mania still has 80-minute wait times, and that ride has got to be almost 10 years old now. I can't even imagine what the Star Wars ride is. It's so fun. I mean, the Star, did, uh, the Toy Story Land is going to be brand new, and it's going to be huge, and the lines there are going to be crazy. And as soon as Star, Star Wars opens... I don't think Toy Story Land is going to be anything like... No. It's You'll not. have the new uh, Mickey Mouse ride to open before that. True. That'll I, help. I don't know how big of a draw that'll be. The only thing I would hope is that there aren't a lot of like frustrated people who then get fed up with that land and then go out through the rest of the park. So the rest of the park isn't that isn't that empty. But mm-hmm. well, but uh, the problem is Tower of Terror is my favorite people, ride. So the volume of people right. it can't be supported by what's there. I mean, there's, right. only, there's really only two rides, right? I mean, there's well, the uh, there's the Millennium Falcon thing and whatever the, the flagship. Falcon, yeah. sorry, Millennium Falcon, um, Falcon, and then whatever the flagship. There's only two rides. Like battle, something. I yeah. mean, it's not. It's not like it's a. 
you know, it's not like it's in a theme park in well, and of it's, itself. It's going to have cool restaurants, and there's going to be a lot to see. That's like just saying Harry Potter's just a couple rides. I mean, it's immersive. There's other stuff going on. Oh, absolutely. There's some shows. I, I'm, not, I'm not criticizing that. Right. I'm not right. criticizing it for that. I'm just saying there's got to those people. There will be a million people there. They got to go somewhere because there's only two rides to hold them. So that's they're right. going to overflow into everything else. Did you guys see the leaked footage of what the Millennium Falcon ride is going to be like? Yeah. Yeah, it made me very emotional. Did we, did we talk a little no, bit about I, I that? I thought that. we did on our last podcast, but I thought maybe not. No, it's not. just come out recently. It's essentially what it is. Imagine Star Tours, but... Oh, can... I talked about it on that other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Getting my podcast Traitor. mixed up. Traitor. You no. That other podcast I was... I was trying to I was trying to find us a new audience. Welcome to all those uh, who are listening from that podcast. The other yes, one. hello. Yes, hello. The divas. <laughs> it is divas, folks. Yes, indeed. Sorry, um, I cheated. No, so so the the new You're ride essentially to. is imagine imagine video games at that your kids play or that you play. Right. Um, think of like. GTA 5 or Fortnite or those kind of, you know, Call yeah. of Duty where it's just a whole world and you can go wherever you want and right. explore, hey, what's behind this building and what's under here and that kind Correct. of thing. So essentially, your ride is going to be just you and the other people in your vehicle just flying around and stumbling upon different things. Right. So. It's new technology only because that takes like an incredible amount of computing to right. make a screen and everything that big go yeah. where you decide right. to tell it to go. Well, aren't, didn't they partner with NVIDIA or something like that? Yeah, and that's who more or less leaked it. They showed it at a conference. Then right. surprise, people had cell phones. <laughs> yeah, gee, hmm. how about that? So uh, I like yeah. I I like the idea of it, but I'm I'm worried that I'm going to get into some vehicle. And I'm going to be filled with a group of idiots that just want to like, hey, well, let's just like crash into stuff. And like, <laughs> and I waited seven hours in line to go on and well, they control the ship and I'm yeah, stuck crashing point. into some. Well, that's part of it older. is it's supposed to then register on your magic band. And when you go throughout the land, like someone may accost you saying, hey, you're a really bad driver. You crashed this ship and so on and so forth. Yeah, they'll be able so, to. So, whatever you do on the rides are supposed to impact how cast interact with you throughout the land. All I really wanted to do was shoot down TIE fighters and the cannons. If I can't do that, I'm not that interested. <laughs> I wanted to run down the little, you know. Maybe <laughs> They show the seating. It's kind of. I mean, they're smaller pods. It was like five or six people. Yeah. But what? Yeah. So Think of it like and Han sit at the front, and then there's like another row of seats behind that, and another row of seats behind that. Then how Which do then all makes eight me think is fly? Like I think that it. I'm guessing here, but I would guess it's something to do kind of like Mission Space, where it's like, okay, now the guy in Chewie's seat, punch it, and like you got to hit these <laughs> buttons, and I don't know. I think everybody's going to have a whole so bunch of buttons. It's going to be their seat, but they're not going to be sitting in it? No, like every seat that's in there, right? there will be buttons that you have to push at a certain no, time. I, or I, I, I get that. I, I was waiting for uh, Chewie or Han to be up front or something, have an audio, audio animatronic, and, they're, yeah. and you're along for the ride. 
and you say, no, no you get, go you here. get to fly. No, no, you're, you're, yeah, you're no, but Ian, I get what you say about like, wouldn't it be cool to be down in like the little yeah, right. compartment where yeah, you yeah, Han Solo, I would like to do that too, where you can like spin side to side. Yeah, right. Speaking of Han Solo, did you hear the, the new, in the new trailer? He actually goes, I have a good feeling about this. Yeah. I actually thought that was very funny. I'm sorry. So, that so on that, are you guys are you guys buying into that? Because the dude doesn't even look like him. I, I don't Does that bother you? It's kind of annoying to me, John. I agree with you there. Like, I feel like they got, like, I don't know. I guess maybe he's roguish and whatever. But I know, I wasn't but... thrown with Woody Harrelson in it. That kind of ruins it for oh, me. Geez. If it wasn't Woody Harrelson, I don't know. Because hey, Chewbacca looks the same. Although he was good but, in that. I mean, Zombie Han Solo was my favorite by far. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'll be there on May 25th. I know. I just, I'm just it. a little bothered, like you said, about the uh, the casting. I, I, I watched the trailer and I was like, nah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Love the casting when I saw it. I was like, I don't know if I'm buying this guy as Han Solo. He doesn't have. Like, the original Han Solo was a rogue, right? Like, he right. was like, I mean, think about... And the, Han Solo, the, when we first met him, was fairly young. Yeah, yeah. So, Star, like, yeah. now I'm going back and having to, like, suspend disbelief, and then I don't like well, it's it. Well, before, it's before New Hope, though, right? So, theoretically, he's even younger. Yeah. Than right, but I, I'm just saying, we saw him as pretty darn young in the right. original. Right, so, like, like, the question, and, exactly, right. Like, how old was he in New Hope? I mean, right. Max, he... 30. <laughs> 28, 30. So yeah. what is he now? He's going to be, you know, 19. I mean, and this guy's not 19, 22. So. But I think, yeah, you have to kind of shut down, shut down that portion of my brain. But, right. but I'm not, I'm not super thrilled. I hope, I hope the it works out better than, than the casting. Right. Know, seems like it will because I'm not. I wasn't thrilled with his. If the story's good. It'll be all right. We'll yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I know, you know, we talked about this before. I mean. I did not like Rogue One at all, so I'm hoping that it's significantly better than uh, than that one was. Huh. I shouldn't say I didn't like it at all. I just it was I didn't. It was just merely it, entertaining. No, you didn't like it at all. You said it was that many times. Star Wars. Stick with your statement That's and saying go with it. something behind the Jar Jar films and everything. And <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, you would put it. No, no, wow. I mean, it's Sting pretty close. Gets everywhere. Misa, I want to know. Is it behind them? <laughs> yeah, but he, like, we're running out of gas. <laughs> fuel, I sorry. But the, it just wasn't a good... I didn't care that uh, the people died. I was just fine with it. We weren't oh, supposed to sad. care. Spoiler! I was sad. Oh, Spoiler alert. Year old movie. He's like two and a half years old. If you haven't seen it by now, too bad. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot that they would die at the end. That's That was... Yeah. I was sad. Yeah. I was kind of happy. I felt yeah, he was like, good. They're dead. I don't like this movie anyway. Can we go home? <laughs> really what made the... me mad it didn't open with Star Wars. Well, that is that is After true. That. Yeah. That actually did throw me a little bit. That well, threw... I wonder if Solo will. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I think I saw a crawl somewhere. Oh, no. Really? What what would the crawl be? I mean, just what's going on in the galaxy at the time? We know what's going on in the galaxy in the time. I don't know. The Empire is taking over. Or took over. Yeah, but is this this would be before Rogue One. Right. 
Yeah, well before Rogue One. Well, the Empire took over at the end of they became the Galactic Empire. But you can't just assume of, uh, that Revenge the, the people. Sith. You can't assume that people seeing the movie know the backstory. That's the whole thing. No. with the crawl. But would this be back when? You, you're saying Dark you can't assume someone going to see a Solo knows the backstory? They might not. Maybe it's their first Star Wars movie, dude. I feel like this one would be oh, after cute. the prequels, but before. Could happen. What? Like there would be a Darth Vader by now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Vader is. Vader so is between that. It's Vader. between Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One. Well, what they say yeah. between Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One was what? Fifteen years? Ten Although, years? No, it had to be longer than Although, that. I'm sorry. Would it Luke was twenty, so he's probably <laughs> twenty years, twenty-two years, give or take. God, this is probably Gary's gonna listen to this nerd, and give us nerd. Gary's yeah. gonna give us notes. Nerd. Back. Yeah, and saying we got it all wrong. Oh, but it wouldn't he have should have been be here after the end of Revenge of the Sith. Would it? I mean, it, it could have been happening in parallel, really, couldn't it? Well, Revenge of the Sith yeah. was when Luke and Leia were born, and in this New Hope, really... they're what? How old are they? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. yeah, I don't okay, even. So Luke, this is probably a teenager in that movie. I think. Is this in the oh, Star so Wars cinematic universe. I know. <laughs> Han was older than know what's Luke, going though. On here. So right. I mean, Han's probably. You know, six to eight years older than Luke, uh, I would guess. I'd say this is probably ten years I after. I would say nine. Nine years older. John, John's giving I would say up ten years after Revenge of the Sith and ten years before New York. That's what I want to know. What's Aunt Peru That's my time. Hello? <laughs> well, she likes her food very fried. Mm-hmm. Very this well done. got a bad motivator. Jay, Uncle Owen. So do we have anything else? Do we have anything else, Jason? Or are got we, a bad motivator. Or are we? Uh, I think that was. I think that was that blue one? We'll take that blue one. <laughs> you can't get blue milk in Star Wars. Oh, gross. <laughs> Ew, the or green milk one. from the last movie. Uncle uh, green did or not, blue? Did no, that, it, this was green milk, so we still don't know where the blue milk comes from. Blue cows. I would hope it's just that simple, but God. Just like chocolate milk comes from chocolate cows. Right. Back I mean, everybody, everybody knows that. How now, bro? Obviously. All right. I, I think we're we're good to go. I think I we've think got everything. Right. Have we not? All right. Well, we b- yeah. then before we go, we want to say thank you to our sponsors, which would be Magical Journeys and the official Ticket Center. Please support both of them. And, uh, you know, keep those uh, questions coming. Um We'll let, we'll try and let you know in the future when we're taping podcasts. Tonight was a little chaotic, and uh, uh, I didn't get a chance to go live beforehand and, and uh, talk to you folks in person. And we are still looking at some way of doing uh, some sort of video, um, but it may involve a little reduced set of the podcasters, I think. And we may just do it as kind of a special kind of thing coming up. But uh, until we get... Until we get that ro- rolled and ironed out, uh, you have us at least on a monthly basis. Um, and if we can ever arrange it, maybe even more than that, but at least about once a month. So Busy schedules. I know. It, it's very difficult. You, like, it, what is wait. it they say uh, You know about making how many clocks chime yeah. at the same One time? time. Yeah, they say that in, uh, it is very difficult to make 13 clocks right. chime at That's the same time. The, that, that was the reference I was going for. <laughs> the you, American you had Adventure. to guess? There's 13 colonies, John. Come on. Brush right. up on your history here, bro. Alright. Can we sneak in yeah, a little bro. sneak a little R.I.P. in at the end for Harry Anderson, by the way? 
And and the Full Metal Court. Jacket guy. Oh, and, and, and Arlie Ermey yeah, as well. Gunny. Well, Harry Anderson has has a couple Disney tie-ins, which is why I mentioned him. So. Yep. Yes. Uh, yes. R.I.P. to both of those. And Heather Menzies, apparently, too. <laughs> yes, and definitely Heather Menzies. Oh, and Hal Kruger, who also died. Yep. So, um, anyway, uh, that's about it for the Intercot Insider Podcast. On behalf of the whole crew here, we will see you next time. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. All our new listeners. <laughs> We really appreciate you all joining us today. Thanks for coming out. My lumbago is acting up. <laughs> no privacy at all around this place. George. Oh, George. <laughs> Salty old pirates. Salty old pirates. <laughs> Just start re- recycling. As long as we're all together, who cares if I burn the Christmas turkey? I do. Oh, I'm, I'm starving. starving. <laughs> Shut it, Grandma. <laughs>